welcome. This is Gymnastics of Whiteness, the podcast that walks through current topics focusing on the flips, bends, twists we perform personally, communally, and globally to maintain the current social framework built from the construct of whiteness. I'm Laura Knight. Let's begin. Hello. Today, we're walking through the Derek Chauvin effect. But first, we're going to begin with the opening word. And it reads, Every person remembers some moment in their life where they witnessed some injustice, big or small, and looked away because the consequences of intervening seemed too intimidating. But there's a limit to the amount of incivility and inequality and inhumanity that each individual can tolerate. I crossed that line, and I am no longer alone. And this was from Edward Snowden. I believe this was a, a, an ideal word to begin this gathering with and to honor uh, what our walk is today. So uh, thank you, Mr. Snowden, for expressing that in a space where it could be captured and available for us to offer today. Bringing forth the, the, the friction, or and even friction is not the word I, I'm wanting to use. It doesn't feel quite right, but that the, the, what, is internal, what internally is happening when with us that with those of us condition you know deeply conditioned uh and you know the particularly speaking to at least you know in this this space want to speak to speaking to the bringing forth of the humanity within Right and specifically in this case, it's going to be white people, but the humanity within that keeps rising, even with conditioning. However old, however however old you are, it's been been x amount of years where this condition has been, you know, just repeatedly, just you know, wave upon wave of conditioning. Right, it's never ending, essentially. Yet. The humanity within, right? Your essence, your conscience, your spirit, whatever you call it, still rises every time. Every time. It still does something. And what I hear and what I read when I look at that quote is the arc, right? Of conditioning and, and, and you know, uh, the arc of sticking to the conditioning, sticking to the conditioning, and the slow transference of realizing that the sticking to the conditioning is not more beneficial than whatever consequences were perceived to be worse than being silent. I hope that made, I hope that made sense, but, um, and I think, of course, that it uh, it will honor today's gathering. So 
Thank you again to Mr. Snowden. If you are receiving value in this space, we welcome your support by subscribing and leaving a review. Now let's return to our gathering. So we're walking through the moment when the world watched Mr. Chauvin torture a man to death, as well as the resulting effect. And, you know, ideally this will be brief. I don't know what brief is. Uh, However, it is something that I have been wanting to honor and express. Having said that, it has, you know, we've been inundated is an understatement. So, um, so I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to get right into it. So first thing to say is that this was a powerful instance of whiteness versus humanity. And also, um, the textbook reflection of inhumane moments, right? This was an extreme case, but all of the dynamics, um, at play and, you know, even from the open, you know, things that were presenced in the opening word. Uh, but, you know, for, you know, for example, the specifically the whiteness versus humanity friction, um, was, you know, the conscious versus conditioning from the murderer, from the murderer, from Mr. Sherwin himself. And like just the, the, just he's deeply conditioned from, from this perspective, uh, just deeply conditioned to not hear, not feel that he was the only person who had contact, who was in contact. Um, you know, that was just very, you know, powerful. In addition, the other officers who were new in that friction, right? The the conditioning, okay, I'm new, I can't do that. Whatever they're, you know, I'm not even going to try and put words into their mouth, but that dynamic of, of what they should be doing and what they were doing, what they felt they could do, all of that. Uh, and then the crowd, the citizens, same thing, of the desire and, you know, even the the young woman to not look away, not look away, but stay there for Mr. Floyd to ensure that nothing could be swiped under the nothing could be misunderstood, nothing to hold that, you know, the, the, the internal, all the, all that's going on internally and to have that space, the strength to stay there and hold that, you know, hold that for him um, is, you know, the, again, you know, seeing his humanity, holding that humanity for him, even in the midst of whatever's going on with hers, right? Her, the effect it's having on her. Uh, and the same with the other people in the crowd holding back because it's a police officer where you taught to do this and all of that. And our, you know, the innate urge to help, um, is very powerful. And again, it, 
is at least in what would like to bring forth is the depth of conditioning the the myriad of ways you know of um you know the depth of the conditioning in some people and then the the ways it was either honored or not honored discarded right you know people were speak spe- words are still things so people were speaking out some people were just standing quietly there was a myriad of things happening and so i think it was just to move through it in that way uh as I said, it is a reflection of the inhumane moment. You take that and you move it to a, uh, an office. You move it to, uh, you move it to a, a a work site. You move it to a school. You move it wherever. The s- dynamics, same dynamics, intensity varying. Um, but yeah, so that was you know one thing to that want you know wanted to be brought forth, and. Then the other piece was, again, now this comes more to the anti-racist space or aspect, um, but the inescapable accountability, right, that Mr. Chauvin looks like, you know, white people connect with that. that That is someone that I see myself in, my family, whatever, and the inescapable accountability of whiteness, racism, all of that. And, you know, uh, in one of the bonuses, I speak to the word accountability. Oftentimes, it, 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 you know, the, the, the white, not white isn't white people, whiteness, the, the whiteness um, uh, uh, conflation would be guilt, shame, that type of thing. This was... Um, not you know account accountability is an umbrella but within accountability is responsibility right there was there's a dare i say um responsibility um in addition to accountability and specifically the length you know the length of the time and all that happened mr floyd's humanity pierced through that conditioning right he pierced through the layers of conditioning and hit the humanity, the the humanity within him, connected to the humanity within the masses. The inhumanity of Mister Chauvin, of Derek Chauvin, reflected who people had grown to be. Right? Who who was who people had created, and the and the parts of him that are in them, and you know, then the resulting um, reaction or resensitization, right? A lot of doing, a lot of protests, posts, learning, checking checking in conversations was very interesting. Um, I had a lot of people calling me. Anyways, um, and again, resensitization is about reestablishing the you know re is is reestablishing the construct is reinforcing it so the doing the 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 you know the protesting the posts the quote unquote learning all of that instead of and you know I'm gonna flow into the offering here instead of sitting and seeing the Derek in me 
sitting with the I am Derek. I am Derek Chauvin in this way. I am da 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 in and allowing that up and developing a practice of releasing and rejuvenating and when I say releasing, releasing the conditioning and rejuvenating who you are, right? Who the self, whoever the person is. And in addition to committing, right? Being in that space of the, the Derek in me may no longer live here. And so who I am, whatever that is, is now coming forth. And I am committed to that person more than any consequence that I perceive, right? If we go back to the opening word. And that build up and that build up and that build up, you know, the all of the all of the things within that moment um, that pierced the conditioning. And then the resulting time, it's this is uh is this November? No, this is end of October. Yeah, it's like October. Um and so it's been over a year, and we saw the the reaction, right? And then slowly but surely, the conditioning reinstates itself, reaffirms itself, uh, restores itself, right? Because in the moment when the conditioning crumbled, when the validity of it, when the justification of it, when all of that came, you know, was was in question, not, uh, you know, one by one, but collectively, collectively as a community, white people were, you know, in, in not in alignment with the conditioning. And collectively does not mean everybody, it means majority. Um, and in that moment, instead of going in internally, we continued with the external expression and in the, you know, the action, the surface action, which is performance in this space, that performance, which didn't root anything, right? So when, if the commitment had been rooted in personal unfoldment or development or whatever you want to call it, the offer is that the results would be different. A lot of things would be different. A lot of things would potentially be different and that's uh and whether good or bad uh that's not gonna it's not gonna be not for me to judge or express but um I feel expressing that with confidence uh and the connection as well uh would be sustained right commitment is connection and what is evident at this point is that there was not commitment <clears throat> rather it was you know it was expression it was more you know I, I don't want to be associated with this right I don't want to be associated with this so I'm going to do all the quote-unquote good things that I should do that's you know that's a commitment that's again uh, seeking to separate when understanding what part of that 
nat- not even nature, but that behavior, understanding, whatever, is also something that I express out in the world. And let me remove that and address that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. So I just want to thank you again for offering. Um, thank you for offering. Thank you for gathering. Excuse me. And uh, then, you know, we are going to move to our moment of unfoldment, which will be Target. Because, again, this is the second week. So I haven't received my feedback from you guys, which I'm waiting for excitedly. Or even shares. It's not even feedback. It's shares. Um, and by the way, puns. Puns will get you faster responses. They just will. I'm just going to be honest. I love puns. I don't want to say I'm obsessed with puns, but I'm feeling like I should. But yes, yeah, so if you have a funny pun, even if it's not funny, I don't know. Anyways, I'm off topic. But yes, please, please share your moments. And I, and that actually brings me to um, something that I do want to tender. And that is that the, you know, the, the opening word, these moments of unfoldment, they are just that. They're moments. These pe- you know, the people that are expressing them are not perfect because perfect doesn't exist. Right? And the purpose behind these being offered up is for the shift. You know, the shift of, uh, of into, fee- you know, into, into being. And, and the aha, the connection, that's the purpose behind this. So definitely, this is not holding up a specific person. This is in any way, shape, or form, or entity, or anything. This is tendering the humanity that is ever-present for us to connect to. This goes beyond race. This goes to any dominant group. And to all of us beyond that right? There are moments of humanity throughout our day that we can connect to and to use for whatever um, we may need, right? Restoration, encouragement, inspiration, whatever it is. And so the, again, the purpose here is to offer to in, you know, in the midst of this gathering and again, to support a shift into seeing them throughout your day and connecting to them wherever they are right if it's not your you know this I guess would be part of your day but anyways um so yeah so target is the is the moment of enfoldment and it uh, and I'm taking it back I'm just going to keep this all within that that moment um of speaking to humanity and you know, they led the way for the grace. They, you know, they stepped forward speaking to, um, you know, speaking to the humanity that humans mattered more than property, that their bottom line was just that, a bottom line. It wasn't the, it wasn't at the top. Humanity, their customers, their all of that was at the top. And you know, there was no guarantee of how that would be received. There was no anything. They did it anyway. And so with that, 
I will thank you for gathering with me today. And yeah, also to remind to please, uh, the information uh, is coming up, but on how to connect. Or, um, but yeah, please send your shares and your moments of unfoldment. And yes, take care and enjoy your day. Thank you for being here. For further details about this episode, as well as more ways to connect, visit gow.beingthechange.me. That's gow.beingthechange.me. Theme music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Gymnastics of Whiteness is created by Season of Lotus holistic social equity consultancy. I'm Laura Knight. Until we gather again, be well.